You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. In regards to the concern about Trump's Supreme Court Justice nominee Judge Barrett having strong ties to her faith, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said this week that our, quote, coastal elites are so disconnected from their own country that they treat religious Americans like strange animals, unquote. He says the ongoing attacks on Judge Barrett's faith, quote, demeans the confirmation process, disrespects the Constitution, and insults millions of American believers, unquote. Proving his point, thousands of people gathered together in Washington, D.C. this week for the unsilent majority march and rally supporting conservative views and patriotism. The event started out with the national anthem being sung by Ron Brooks. Ron was born weighing just one pound and with severely deformed legs. His feet were where his knees should have been. He was given up for adoption and placed in a home for disabled children. At the age of 10, both his legs were amputated, and at the age of 16, he was adopted. Later on, he was the world's first double amputee to become an Eagle Scout. His life continued doing things that should not have been possible, but Ron gives credit to God, thanking him for the miracles of life. The entire rally can be watched on the Walk Away Facebook page as people of faith, actors, politicians, even gays and lesbians were represented, all of them claiming the freedom given to them by the Constitution and supporting Trump, who they feel would represent them the best. President Trump, the one who just tweeted this week that he would overturn the changes to the Navy SEAL creed. The Navy had removed the words brotherhood and man from the creed, trying to become gender neutral, but Trump does not approve. On the other hand, 13 people are in custody, charged for their involvement in the plot to kidnap Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer. The governor responded, falsely making a connection between the plot and President Trump's response in the debate last week when he was asked if he would condemn white supremacy. Trump said that he would, but the opposition translated his response much differently. Whitmer says that hate groups have taken what Trump said that evening and treated it as a rally cry, a call to action to promote hatred. Along with many other well-known names in politics, President Donald Trump tested positive for COVID. After a brief stay in the hospital, he is back to normal, saying about COVID, quote, don't let it dominate you, unquote. Because of it, though, the Commission on Presidential Debates has decided to make the next presidential debate virtual. While Biden has accepted this, Trump refused, saying it's not acceptable and ridiculous. Instead, Trump suggests that they postpone the debate one week. The vice president debate that took place this week was, in comparison to the presidential debate, much more respectful, regardless of how strong the disagreements were. The questions presented failed to address actual policies, though, allowing for plenty of discussion on the usual media-defined important topics. I find it interesting to look at the amount of time spent on each topic. Trump was talked about for 14 minutes— throughout the debate, and Biden for seven. Harris talking five of those seven minutes, yet she did not bring up the accusations of the inappropriate touching that she believed Biden to be guilty of back in 2019. COVID took up close to 10 minutes of the time, allowing Harris to focus on the deaths COVID has caused, saying it proves Trump is a failure as a leader. Vice President says in doing that, though, she undermines the heroic actions of Americans as we have overcome numerous obstacles as a country together. 
The economy was discussed for a little over seven minutes, while the Supreme Court and racial justice issues each took up almost five minutes. During the discussion on race, a fly landed on Pence, and that fly has become rather popular. Immediately after the debate, Gail King spoke on CBS, saying, in all seriousness, quote, I think this is interesting timing that a fly would land on Mike Pence's head at that particular time when he said there really wasn't systemic racism. You saw the fly going, say what? Unquote. She went on to say that she has never seen anything like that. Quote, it was even a fly of color too. Unquote. What Pence actually said was that the presumption that America is systemically racist and that law enforcement has, quote, an implicit bias against minorities is great insult to the men and women who serve in law enforcement, unquote. Although the left and those calling for defunding of the police support Biden, he was actually the one who drafted the Senate version of the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act in 1994, the largest crime bill in the United States consisting of 365 pages that allowed for more police, more funding, and the promotion of the death penalty in order to get, quote, tough on crime, unquote. Abortion was mentioned for 43 seconds in the debate, Pence saying he serves with a president who stands without apology for the sanctity of human life. He said, quote, I am pro-life. I don't apologize for it, unquote. He then brought up the fact that Biden and Harris both support taxpayer funding of abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. Harris confirmed this, saying that she will always fight for a woman's right to make a decision about her own body. Several other topics were mentioned throughout the debate, each vice president nominee being able to speak around 33 to 34 minutes. As November 3rd draws near, problems continue to show up with mail-in ballots, unfortunately. For instance, people have called the office I work for, pointing out grammatical errors on the ballot. On a more serious level, though, there are reports of ballots being misplaced and other issues, like in California, when more than 200 mail-in ballots arrived to voters without an option to even vote for a president. As we conclude this week, although there seems to be more unrest than anything else in America due to the divisive components of politics, let's take time to be thankful. Across the world, unrest is their normal. Right now, hundreds have lost their lives and thousands are displaced over the last two weeks as military forces from Armenia and Azerbaijan fight over politics involving some mountains, for instance. Let's look past the yard signs and masks to see people. You may just need to reach out in a neighborly way. No matter the political stance, it's still we, the people of the United States of America. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Views. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.